Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Flash family, are going through every single issue of every single volume of the Flash Rebirth. This week... We are not going to be doing five hours of podcast uh, because we are covering volume 11 of The Flash Rebirth, issue 66 through 69, entitled The Greatest Trick Ever. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I'm joined by the only two people who I would trust to let me know if the city had been taken over by some strange happiness drug that was warping and manipulating the minds of every single person in the city to becoming happiness zombies first off he's scared of heights or is he it's jacob brown <laughs> Ooh, i i had a joke about heights here but uh i'll save it i'll shave it for later ah you uh and a certain uh, vampire warden went to great lengths to make people believe he didn't exist, but he's back with a vengeance. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. <laughs> I fooled you. <laughs> <laughs> and I am trying to figure out why everyone is so happy and I'm so sad. I'm Eric Azana. I am really really excited because this kind of uh i mean not only is this only four four issues that we have to go through but also this is kind of the culmination of everything we've been building to for a good long while in the flash book Does that mean, yeah yeah because we because this ties off a lot of loose ends not maybe not everything but it ties up a lot of loose ends that we've been building to in the flash book that's been running kind of like in the background all the force bullshit was going on yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and now we get two trickster two furious where we get to see both tricksters <laughs> mm -hmm. it's gonna yeah. be mm -hmm. great Okay, if each trickster is a Fast and Furious movie, which is oh, each one? Boy. Because yeah, obviously Axel is Tokyo Drift. Axel is not Tokyo Drift. But which one Axel is... Axel is not Tokyo Drift. Is James too, too Fast, Too Furious? Is that what Axel is? I don't even know these Axel movies, is Too Fast, Too right. Furious. Is it? I totally guessed it. Oh my Axel God. Axel would absolutely oh. roll up to the rogues and be like, oh. what's up, cuh? I said, forget it, cuh. <laughs> I said, forget it, cuh. We hungry. This is a reminder that if you live in the Tucson area, August 27th, come to the Loft Cinema to watch Fast Five at 7.30. Celebrate National Cinema Day watching one of the greatest action blockbusters in the 2000. Is that one coming out in like 2013? 2011. Okay, eleven. Jesus. It came out a year before Avengers, and it's a better movie than Avengers. It's a better Avengers movie than Avengers. <laughs> wow, hard sell. Wow. It's a, it's a better Avengers movie than the first Avengers movie. Stop! Stop! When it came Stop out, I was like, "This that. is the template they need to take for the Avengers movie. This uh, is what they need to do." And I still really love that first Avengers movie. I mean, Fast Five yeah. is a better movie. It's so do I, but Fast Five is a way better movie. It's a better movie. It just is. <laughs> it's a way better movie. It's still the best in the franchise. 
It, it just I, it was seven for me. No, seven. Okay, seven is very good. Seven is very good. I've only seen it's six. It's third. It's third I for me. I think that's what it is. 2013. That's the movie. Six whatever is one really that came good out of that. your second pick? You know what my second pick is. Is it Tokyo Drift? Yes, it is. You're crazy. <laughs> Tokyo You're Drift. crazy for that. I Okay, that's Listeners, so wild. Th th this is what? homework for you. This is homework for you. Go back in the archives. I did a, I did an episode ranking all of the Fast and Furious movies up to that point. I remember you and did on that. And on a Fast to Furious on a Fast to Furious ratio, Tokyo Drift has the right. highest and best balance of both. Right. I it just yes. does. Okay. I do remember this. I just don't like that. It's science. <laughs> I just don't like it's that. It's science. I just you cannot like, like it. It's fine. But that's but irrefutable science. Uh, quick sidebar. I just sent you guys a link because uh, the Jim it's Gordon so nice. Batman McFarlane figure is up for pre-order right now. Oh, okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> it's up for pre-order right now. Holy shit. Holy Hold shit. Up. Holy shit. It looks Super perfect. Holy heavy. shit. Super heavy. Super heavy, baby. Now, the only thing they need to do, they need to go and they need to make a rookie that he can fit into. Yeah. Because how fucking balls you know, would that You know be? that's a mega fig. You know that would that's be, a mega fig. I mean, fig. that would be a bigger than a mega fig, but like, give me a rookie that he can fit into. That'd be so tight. I appreciate you sending me the link, but I'm still going to order it through a different website because Amazon has pushed back my pre-order of Tim Drake Robin five times. Mm, bro, so... I <laughs> Bro, I, I feel you. I feel you. Shit, but oh, that bums me out. But the other, now I have to order it through. Amazon. Is it more at the other place? Yes. Yeah. I, I was say I, I, Paternia had that listed at like ninety nine, and I was like, damn, that's pretty good. That's really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, Shit. I'm pre-ordering it through Amazon. Yeah, it's gonna damn. happen. That's fine. That's fine. We'll anyway, I just wanted October to take a second. October 9th, we'll see, Amazon. Like, yeah, we'll see if it's October 9th. I doubt we'll it. We'll see. But, you know, hey. I was supposed if to get my Tim Drake Robin last month. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, it's supposed to come out this month? I was supposed uh, to get it at the end to. of last month. Yeah. It got pushed back oh. to, to early August. Then it got pushed back to late August. Then it got I pushed think back they... to September. Now it's I think they just keep pushing that figure in general because I see people I have rocking up with from... it all the time. Oh, really? That sucks. Okay, because I haven't pre-ordered from EE and it's been pushed back like four times. Hmm. So. All right, you're, you're right. I thought they were just pushing that figure, but that sucks. Well, let me know. Well, let me tell you, yeah. no one is going to be ordering this Jim Gordon Batman figure, so I think that should come right on time. <laughs> Except for literally us. Like, we're the only ones. <laughs> because, I and I cannot stress this enough. In his mouth. That'd be sick. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Super Heavy is one of the best Batman stories, and you all just need to let that go. You I mean, it's pretty great, it. man. Super Heavy It's pretty great. Rules. I wish it lasted a lot longer. So do I. <laughs> but that's so the story with like replacement a... Batman, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that the truth? Isn't that, that just the, the story? In tenure, it should be Bruce, Dick, then Jim Gordon. Those three should have Whoa! long tenure. Whoa! Long tenure. Whoa! You, you want your old man Batman? Give it to Jim. I mean, give it to Jim, yeah. You want yeah. a Batman who has to toe the line between 
legal police work and illegal vigilante work, that's, Jim Gordon Batman. That's what I wanted. I wanted more of that. And then they just totally skip over that. Because I they didn't really have time because they had to rush Bruce back. Yeah. yeah. I would well, really love it if they did the Joker as Batman. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> sad days sad day you know what they did do a great episode of the batman with joker in the batman costume so yes they did we'll always have that. that you know why because that's the superior batman cartoon so the flash uh <laughs> the issue flash. 66 right issue 66 before we do that though um i want to we are gonna throw things over to uh impossible brown hq because we have an addendum to mission impossible brown jacob brown jacob brown it's mission impossible brown you know um so i i came to this realization uh when we did this when i got through all of these and I remember the rumor of possibly asking Tom Cruise to be Iron Man back when they were trying to do Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if he said yes to it, but he didn't say yes to being Iron Man? What if he was Nick Fury? OG Nick Fury. Because then that's what Mission Impossible basically is. It's just, it's just classic. Like, like take the look from. They're just Agents of Shield movies. Seriously, seriously, it's just like it's just Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Yeah. If they did the the Agents of Shield show, but with Tom Cruise as Agent Fury, and they just oh, you know what? It so Luther is Dum Dum Dugan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I 1000% like, like the Luther needs to be Dum Dum Duggan. That's what I, I really believe. That's what it has to be. Because you can I, totally I, hear uh, uh, Ving Rames going, Wahoo! <laughs> <laughs> you can totally yeah. hear him say that. I That'd fucking want that, man. That would be dope as fuck. Seriously, like, I kept thinking, I was like, God, that series would be like running on its like. 10th season right now if it, it was still going on um with tom cruise and stuff hell make him jack fury make him make him samuel jackson's dad and like passed on the legacy from there and you saying uh, make but yeah tom cruise samuel jackson's dad yeah why not there's nothing wrong with that that's fucked up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you keep fucked <laughs> i mean that is that is what they did in the comics so i don't know yeah. what to that's what yeah. I'm saying. Y'all remember? Yeah. Y'all remember yeah. how Nick Fury is actually Nick Fury Jr. now? Uh -huh. Yeah, That's and his name saying. isn't actually Nick Fury. It's Marcus Johnson. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I, that character is such a fucking drip, dude. They don't know what they... They've never known what to do with him. Well, they're relying on the fact that no one actually read the comic he was introduced in, so everyone will just assume he's Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. fucking stupid. It's so yeah. fucking... And they Why not that. just have him be Ultimate Fury who just got ported over? Because be then they wouldn't easier. be able to send Tom Maybe Cruise wait. to the moon. <laughs> they, had to, they had to send Nick Fury <laughs> to the moon to get rid of him. So And it makes sense because, you know, Tom Cruise is the one that caused Thor to lose his power, right? You know, he made him unworthy. Going he like, whispered a secret in his ear and he was like, the secret is you need to do more practical filmmaking. <laughs> 
doing your own stunts, Chris Hemsworth. And then he's like, what? And then drops his hammer. He's like, no, my VFX hammer. No. Oh, no. But, but, then, but then he, Chris Hemsworth became worthy again because he started doing extraction and extraction too. Uh, so thanks to Sam Hargraves uh for making him worthy again are you saying extraction and extraction 2 are the movie versions of unworthy thor uh yeah yes, yes. i might actually watch those movies now i might actually, actually watch you that now. fucking should i know people have been telling me to watch uh, for years extraction 2 yeah is dead ass better than most of the john wick movies dead ass wow all right i'll go, extraction I'll go watch two it fucking rules like the, the first trailer. one is great it's an the amazing movie but the second one extraction 2 has this 25 minute fucking oneer that is incredible jesus it so, rules it all is right, I'll, I'll go watch the first extraction and i'll report they're back very short week. they're they're Are like they? very short yeah they're like an hour and a half oh well, maybe, that's maybe awesome. two hours but they're they're pretty oh. short they guys, move really fast too. They're excellent action movies. All right, I'll watch Remember both of them and I'll report back next week. Yeah, Hell yeah, whatever. dude! God, we gotta get movies back to being like an hour and a half because, like, I think our attention. Well, let me tell you, watching you? TMNT Jesus Mutant Christ. Mayhem was delightful because that movie is not even two hours. I was saying, movie's was fucking eighty-eight incredible. minutes, isn't it? Like, <laughs> and it that's why I haven't by. seen it in theaters. I was like, fuck, I don't want to. It's fucking 88 minutes? That's not long. It flies <laughs> by, but you savor every minute of it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So let's dig into The Flash, because we're here to talk about The Flash. Oh, um, right. That's right. Issue 66, volume 11. Here we go. Not just the return of James Jesse, but also the return of Scott Collins. Love seeing Scott Collins back on art. And uh, spoiler alert, he does the art for the entire volume. I fucking love Scott Collins, especially when he's drawing the Flash. Especially because, and you can see it very clearly here, he loves drawing that buzzsaw belt. He loves that fucking buzzsaw belt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love that buzzsaw belt? It is an American treasure. Uh, Jim Lee. So we see mm -hmm. the origin story in issue 66 of James Jesse. The this is this is a rogues profile issue. It is. And I love it so much, which is fucking wild. That's so cool. Also kind of bums me the fuck out that uh, at the left monitor on this first page. No boomer. Where's my boomer? <laughs> Well, it's also all new Fifty Two designs. So, I know. I mean, well, not Captain Cold. Bummed out. Not there. Captain Cold. You're right. Because he's right. got the little elf. Cold's the only one who doesn't have a dumbass design. Yeah. Look at Heatwave. Looks like such a jackass. Looking at it, I feel like Axel Walker's design hasn't really changed all that. It hasn't changed. No, I, I think he's debuted. Yeah, I think he is he, he had, the anomaly. Is he the he other the... only character who remembers the pre New Fifty Two? Wouldn't that be well, fucking that'd be, wild? That'd be fucking awesome. He'd be like, I don't know, man. It's fucked up, man. He's like, it's just fucked one big up. trick. It's just like, one big trick that I'm playing on everybody. The fucking universe is a big trick, Dude, man. That's a great, that's that's a a great story. fucking story. That's he's a like, good story. He's like, I reset the universe. I don't know how, but it's the greatest trick I've ever pulled. Yeah. He's like, and the best thing is, no one can reverse it. No, and no one remembers. No one remembers. No one, remembers. No one can reverse it. I'm the only one who knows. Oh shit! That's major okay, psycho wait a pirate second. shit. Wait a second. 
He's Booster Gold's best enemy because he pulled the greatest trick that no one remembers. And Booster Gold's the greatest hero you've never heard of. Dude! Fucking love it. Here we go. Trickster Booster story? <laughs> Trickster Axel Walker is such a specific character to put against Booster Fuck. that even Booster yes. would be like, oh, like, I fucking okay, this hate this guy. fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> and everyone would be like, he's just you. And he'd be like, what do you mean he's just me? Fuck off. <laughs> like, that's not me. That's not me. Fuck. That's such a good idea. That's a great story. Um... TM, 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 who was uh, the youngest member of the Flying Jessies, a complete and blatant ripoff of the Flying Graysons. And I love it. It's that. so good. Okay, so here's good. the thing. On one hand, I love that. But on the other hand, that doesn't make any fucking sense time-wise. No, it doesn't. But it's hilarious. Because that means that he would be about the, the same age as Dick Grayson. Which, to be fair, is kind of how he's drawn in this yeah. book. But it's also, to be fair, bullshit. Yes, oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Makes not a fucking lick of sense. Because he's very that. clearly Barry's contemporary. age. Yeah, he's, he should be yeah. older than Barry, to be honest. Yeah. Since ah. Barry's been aged down, he should be a little older than Barry. Okay, with the aged out, yes, for sure. Because, motherfucker, I mean, they kept all his history that he was in the FBI and shit. Like, yeah, they, they played the trick on the no devil. no sense. Yeah. Yes. James like, Jesse's a wild fuck? fucking character. Y'all. James Jesse's a fucking great character. He's I really so love great. that. I really love the fact that this is like a sequel to like Raising Arizona in terms of like the parents, the way they look, <laughs> and, and like him. You what know, a Am I, specific pull. Like seriously, like that's exactly what I saw with these characters. I was just like, is this like the sequel Incredible. to Raising Arizona that we needed? <laughs> Uh, Raising Arizona is the cult classic at the Loft Cinema this upcoming week. Are you serious? Friday through Thursday. (laughs) I'm fucking going, man. 10 p.m. every night, Friday through Thursday. Jacob, this Sunday, you gotta go do that double feature of Fast Five. You gotta do a double feature of Fast Five and Raising Arizona, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Deadass, Raising Arizona is the cult classic this week. What a double feature of a day. Oh my god! Honestly, what an exhausting criminal kind of day. Yeah, I would, I would watch Oppenheimer and then that at, later on that day. Just Lord, that's a wild fucking. Double Why punch. would you fucking do that to yourself? <laughs> to desensitize so see... myself to laugh my ass off on Raising Arizona. Of course, I would do that. That's fair. You know what? That's fair. So we see James Jesse was bullied by his parents, who were toxic as fuck. Um, Seriously, and that led to him becoming the trickster, and I love this fucking old school trickster outfit. I yeah, love it's pretty it. awesome, and I still hear him voiced by Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. He's just the, got me again, Flash. I I wa- I rewatched that episode last week. It Hell just, yeah, it was food for my soul. Hell um, yeah, but also Hell we is. see that this is a core flashback because Barry's in the original costume. Yes, he is. Yes, Love he is. Shit. And again, and look at how good that costume looks. 
And again, there's no reason for him to have changed from this costume. No, no that is whatsoever. genuinely, I think, top five comic book all-time costumes. One of the best, certainly. Top five. I, I will top also five. say one of the best redesigns, if you count that from the Jay Garrick design. I love that Jay Garrick I, design. I have the fucking valid. helmet. Yes. But I like mean, one yeah. of the best, like, okay, we're going to reboot this character and redesign him. Holy yes. shit, knock this out of the park. That is a perfect redesign. Perfect. God damn. We see that eventually uh, Flash got wise to Trickster's tricks because he just kept doing the same old shit. And eventually, even though he would escape every prison he was thrown into, he was eventually stuck in a cage that he could not escape from. That cage being Iron Heights. And I love... I mean, the fucking first time you see Wolf, he's got the fucking sharpest teeth. He looks like Blade. Straight up. <laughs> like, they, they are in on the joke here. Okay? Also, this, this last week saw the, uh, what was it, the 20th anniversary of Blade coming out oh, or Blade? something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible film. 20, 20, 25th? 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 Maybe. 25th? Yeah. 25th? Yeah. That sounds right. It came out in 98. Yeah. Right. 98. 25th, yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? 25 years. The way that they introduce him here is James Jesse is sitting in his cell, beat to shit, and then this little, like, this little uh, slidey thing opens up, and you just hear, I own you. And, like, what a fucking introduction to this character. You never see his face, but nope. he immediately, he, he's just like, first, you'll address me as Varden Wolf. Second, <laughs> no one knows you're here. You're rotten, just like the rest of the costume freaks. I know you're used to escaping those old prisons, but no one escapes punishment in this life as long as I'm around. Your home will forever be Iron Heights. <laughs> and they and made Iron Heights look like a real Castle Dracula looking motherfucker. Do they always <laughs> do? Wild, dude. Incredible. <laughs> Seriously. It's, like, this has to be intentional. It There's no way it's not intentional. It has to be intentional. There had to have been a story at some point that Williamson was just going to do where he's just like, yeah, Ward Wolf's a vampire. Like, yeah, Ward Wolf's a vampire. <laughs> he's a fucking vampire. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna go full spectacular Spider-Man, and we're gonna turn everyone into animal-themed villains. Oh my god! Uh, and we established what are you, here the high that... evolutionary. Anyway, Ooh, I hate that fucker. I hate that hit. I hate him. Uh, be good to animals. So we see James Jesse is scared of heights, and that and him being placed in a place called Iron Heights is very. Uh, very it's scary. It's scary. Uh, so we see multiple escape attempts by James Jesse, all of which were unsuccessful. And he was used as a guinea pig for Warden Wolf to test the, uh, the, to security. Test the security of Iron Heights. And I think that's incredible. Yeah. I love that because I'm, I'm always fascinated by the idea of people like actually doing that. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I need to test my new security thing. Let's hire a criminal to like <laughs> to break Those into Those are some it. of my favorite you stories know? when they're like, all right, yeah. Batman is in Arkham Asylum. Why? He's there to test the security of Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And it rocks. just goes wrong. Yeah. I love those fucking that stories. Rocks. That's, a, that's a great trope. 
a great trope. That's but I, would, I would love to see though. that done with Green Lantern, where they actually Ooh. go to Oa and like have it be like Joe Mullane or Jessica Cruz or Kyle Rayner. That'd be sick. And they're dropped into this. They're like, we are testing out the science cells on Oa. Yeah. Make sure that our security is top notch. And then shit goes fucking wrong. Honestly, have it be all three of them. So that way you get yeah, three different perspectives yeah. of Hell the same yeah. incident. I, was, I, was I love say, that. Yeah, three, I love three, that. Three of them, yeah. Dropped uh, in three different sectors three different of the prison. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they don't know that each is dropped into yeah. They just so think that, that they they're the ass- only ones. So that they assume yeah. when they see another Green Lantern, oh, you're trying to stop me from escaping. Yeah. That's such yeah. a fucking cool idea. That's a cool TM. idea. Trademark. Man. TM, TM, TM. TM, 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 TM 2023. I like it. I like it because it's also like reverse uh, haunted house scenario where it's yeah. just like, why don't they just yeah. get out of the house? But like, no, this is a prison. You're supposed to you're supposed to be trapped in here. Everyone so loves that's a prison really break cool. story. I like that. Yeah. That's really cool. That's why it went on for like five seasons. Sure did. <gasps> and then spun off into the flash. Yeah. Yes, yes, very much so. We also see, as the passage of time goes, new trickster. Uh, oh my god, could, scene, we, Axel Walker. could somebody please like rebrand Prison Break to just be Iron Heights and that's it? <laughs> they just call yeah, it I Iron mean, it, they, listen, I mean, it full on is. It's just, a, it's just a prequel series, it's just a prequel. <laughs> So Stacy Keach is actually Warden Wolf. That's so He's funny. Correct. That's so funny. Correct. You know what? So Makes great. sense in the 2000s. They make Warden Wolf a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so funny. Uh, so, yeah, it does. It really also, does. Also, what I kind of like here is that they hide the fact that the Flash at this point is Wally. When yeah. Axel yes. makes his debut. Yes. Really that is funny. interesting. Really funny. They really get away with that pretty nicely. So... James Jesse eventually escapes from Iron Heights. Also, it's revealed that his whole fear of heights was a trick. Uh, it's all a trick. It's all a trick. Trick, yeah. Trick, day, you. Day tricker, um, yeah. That what he, is this slutty little costume they put? <laughs> I, I know. Jesus Christ. That is a Final <laughs> Fantasy costume I've ever oh seen. Oh, my God. One. He, he's, he's got real prompto energy. I love you so much for He's that. He's got real fucking prompto energy. I love you so much for that. <laughs> Tell me I'm well, wrong. Listener, I don't know if you've... Th- this is an audio podcast, so I don't know if you could describe the way my eyes just lit up with him Eric's saying that. Eric's eyes lit up so hard. <laughs> is that recognition of like... That was the most joyful. What? That was the most joyful I've ever seen you become right there. A fucking incredible game. Fifteen is an incredible game. That is an incredible uh, fucking game. It's just it's, the sweetest little gay road trip. <laughs> it is so fucking good. Yeah. It is so fucking good. Yeah. Um And Prompto was a character that I hated initially, and then goes through some he's real set up for shit. You to hate him. Yeah, he goes through some real shit, and I was like, "Whoa, that kind of rule." Episode like, Prompto, incredible. He's really great. <laughs> One of the best, expa- maybe the best expansion from that game. Um, also, uh, yeah, that's fair. That kind of makes me think that Robbie Damon should portray Trickster. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Whether in a Silver Age, ca- uh, Silver Age cartoon against Barry Allen or as Axel Walker. Yeah, I or honestly, have him do both. 
That would be interesting. Have them do both. And then that blurs the line between like which trickster is which, which is kind of fun. Interesting. That's the ultimate trick is that Axel even sounds like James Jesse now, you know, that'd be cool. That is cool. So we see after James Jesse escapes, Warden Wolf burns all of his records so that he doesn't exist. Like, are you serious? That is the worst fucking thing. (laughs) You know, he did it in the light of day. He's not thinking straight. A jackass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but so now we get that the trickster is back and he is out for vengeance. And we start this off, and I kind of really like chapter 67's opening. The first page yeah. gives like killing joke vibes, but better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not gross. Yeah. yeah. And so it's not gross, it's we, overtly sexual. We then cut to Opal City. Yo, okay. We never go to Opal City. We never go to fucking Opal. Like, wow. Who who is the who's the hero of protecting Opal City? Because I don't even know. Well, it's uh, the Flash, obviously. I guess now it's the Flash. Go all the it's, way there. Yes, now the Flash. Opal elongated man. Maybe. I I genuinely can't remember who who who's the mainline hero for Opal. DC Comics, Opal City. God, Starman. Gotta... Starman. Starman. That's why I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Star. It's the home of Starman. Um, which, as you can see, he's not around because Starman is usually dead. It's a Starman. He's usually (laughs) dead. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why is the building like giving like uh uh what is it? Black Lantern vibes here because it well, is because it is Jacob. That's, it is Black Lantern. Oh, this is the cult of the Black Hand. Oh hey, who was the lead Black Lantern? Whoa, are oh. we allowed to say that? I yeah, I, th- I think I'm allowed to say it. Oh okay, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you uh, are. Who's the chief Black Lantern? I, I think I'm allowed to say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Barry is fighting against a death cult. Um. They have a big old Necron statue too, which is two of fun. them. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. Just hanging yeah. out, pretty fun. Um, really fun. Now he's fighting them, and then he runs up to stop this boy from getting sacrificed. Is that Cicada? Because he's trying to look exactly he like looks fucking just Cicada. like Cicada, and he does this have is like a wobbly dagger. Like this Maybe is his is. exact thing that he would do. Maybe it is. So has Cicada. Cicada just joined like this cult of the Black Hand? Probably. That well, sounds obviously. like a Cicada thing to do. I was just gonna say it's probably the Grim Reaper. Oh wait, right, wrong universe. Wrong yeah. universe. <laughs> but we see that what initially brought Barry to Opal City is because he's tracking down a perp. He's been traveling all over the world since the events of Heroes in Crisis, trying to find. Hunter Zolomon, the one true Flash. And it has brought him to Opal City where he found out about the death cult and all that stuff. Uh, Iris is still uh, on her gap year trying to find herself while Barry fights (laughs) with Cicada. (laughs) 
That panel of her is her just going off to backpack through Europe. What do you want? Oh, yeah. She is learning to eat, pray, love, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So very disabled cicada. And besides, she just tossed the Spider-Man suit into that trash can and said, no more. Straight up. (laughs) Iris, no more. (laughs) And so Barry takes Cicada all the way back to Central City and to Iron Heights Penitentiary, which it's snowing. Yep. In August? That's weird. Why does he immediately think cold? (laughs) He gets to Iron Heights and everyone is happy, including Warden Wolf. And it is unsettling to see him smile. It Yo, really is. <laughs> he's got a great creepy smile. He looks great, so fucking smile. weird. And everyone, and even Cicada's just like, hey, uh, Fla- can you, Flash, can you take me literally anywhere else? I do not like <laughs> he's this. He's like, I'm not about this. This is creepy. Yeah, this, I'm he's getting like, Stepford. I fuck with skeletons and this is creepy. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting Stepford uh, vibes. I'd like For to not sure. be here, please. <laughs> and so Barry, you know, rejoins the ccpd and he finds out that there hasn't been a single crime committed in the central city in weeks crazy everyone's just super fucking happy about it crazy and then Kristen gets a text from her boyfriend which we have not established before this but Kristen goes to hug her boyfriend james jesse and you know what? I get it. James I mean, Jesse looks good. No, James he Jesse looks, looks good. Right here, bro. Right here he looks like trash, dude. I, I was dude he say, looks good. He looks like Captain Boomerang, so I think that's the reason why you're liking him right now. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, so we go. Oh, oh my God, that's exactly we, it. He's exactly why well, that's you're exactly liking it. him. It's because he looks he exactly like Captain Boomerang. We continue on, on with Barry. He's wearing fucking Timberlands. This we continue on with Barry into the rest of Central City, seeing Been everybody happy out. and fucking having a great like... time. Flannel lover over here. Anyway. Um, <laughs> is that a Flannel lover over here. Is that here. a slur? <laughs> that sounded really <laughs> intense. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded hateful. Uh, so we see... Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong we that. see that Barry is desperately searching for Commander Cold. Commander Cold was the reason that he came back to Central City because he got like a distress signal. But he can't find Commander Cold anywhere. So Barry heads back to uh, Central City and finds that Cicada is now drinking the Kool-Aid. Something has happened. Barry heads back and he decides to track down Detective Burns. He's like, hey, and we also get Detective Burns' first name, Allison, here, which is great. Allison Burns. What a (laughs) name. Allison Burns. Allison Burns, yeah. Great name. Great fictional copy. Great fictional copy. Like, name. truly great. That's actually a great D&D name, too. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, Burns. right? Allison that is a great Burns. D&D yes. name, yeah. Okay. She loves casting Fireball. So we <laughs> see... Yeah, into her mouth. What? Like drinking a Fireball. Oh, okay. So we see Barry try to be coy at first. He's like, I hear we have a mutual friend with a chilly disposition. And Boo, she's like, what? Back, and he's, <laughs> and finally Barry's just like, I'm going to go full CW mode and just reveal my identity. Look, I'm looking for Commander Cold. Where is he? 
and like, Allison. You literally hear the CW music kick in right there. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell you this. I need you to trust me because my name is Barry Allen and I'm the Flash. <laughs> and I'm looking for Commander Cold. You're the only one who can help me find Cold. And then, yeah, and then it hits the lightning bolt and goes to commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and so we see Allison is like shaking like she's crying it's it's seriously one of those terrifying like she's fighting so hard against her programming but she can't and she starts like beating her head against this desk it is unsettling it's a great horror movie moment like this is some real good horror shit yeah like like this is why couldn't you just stay happy yeah yeah i don't know which horror movie this reminds me of but it's but there is uh, a specific one. That I don't know specifically. What it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, there's a horror movie called Smile that's kind of very much similar. To I this. haven't watched that yet. Oh, I haven't yeah, watched it yet either. But I've heard line. I've heard good things. Yeah, uh, um, you could also you could also argue this is also taking a lot of like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers and like right, what I said, right, right. Like, Stepford yeah. Ri- Stepford Wives. You know, yeah. like this is what this. Uh, I'm all. Guys, I gotta tell you, I'm already digging this volume. <laughs> right, at this point, right at this point, where I was just like, "Oh, this is what's happening." Oh man, we got them. So we see that the person that Trickster was beating on earlier in the issue was, in fact, Commander Cold, and Barry is suddenly surrounded by all of his fellow CCPD people, and they are just saying, "Happy, happy, happy." Happy, 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 just join us. Uh, Chapter 68 uh, starts with the two tricksters meeting up, and it's just fun just seeing both of them. I love seeing both of them. It's kind of nice. It's so fun. (laughs) And we reveal that Trickster's home base is underneath Iron Heights, where the rogues used to set up their base. Yeah, and everybody's just having a ball. Everybody's just having a grand old time. Yeah, it's a fucking Muppets episode down there, man. We see the fucking top going down a slide. Yeah, incredible. Now he's about to be on the bottom. Whoa! Oh boy! But uh, we also see a distinct lack of Captain Boomerang, so we know that he's uh, he's too smart to be tricked. Yeah, but we do have hot snake mommy, so you know. We do, you know, we do. There's that. There, there's there's give and take here with these kind of things. Yeah. Um, she's on a unicycle. She's on a unicycle with a whip. It's kind of really hot, bro. I don't know. <laughs> kind of crazy. Welcome back to Below the Bell, the podcast within a podcast where Malcolm Yay! simps for circus performers. Yay! It's kind of crazy. I'm not usually about the circus thing, but this it's kind of rules. Let's be real. Like when the circus comes into town, they're trying to get some play. Let's let's. Uh, it's, yeah, it's just course. default, right? Of course, you know, right? Yeah. No, exactly. You yeah, know they're just, they're just full of it's rolling the trapeze stones. Artists. The trapeze we artists read, will always get it. Yeah, we read that Ultimate Spider-Man issue about how uh, Firestar's fuck you right parents met, oh, no, and it was I the forgot. same thing. It was you know oh, yeah. the blob right. came in in the freak yeah. show. <laughs> exactly. Quote unquote. I'm not using the term freak show. That is the term that they use. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and, exactly. yeah, you know, and yeah. hooked up with Firestar's mom, and that's how exactly. Liz was born. So, like, yeah, we know it makes sense, right? Yeah, I totally agree. The you only might say that, that uh, the only, the only people not getting play is definitely clowns. Clown, nobody likes them. Nobody, nobody likes, likes the clowns. 
But when it comes to Liz, Bird. you might say her papa was a doon doon. Yes. Doon 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 doon. Oh. Oh. Doon doon doon. Oh. Doon 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 doon. It was the third of September. Ooh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the intro, intro to that song. Cause that was the that day, was the day my, my dad died. It's actually a song by Wally West about Christ on Infinite, on Infinite Earths. True story. <laughs> so we see that goes into the musical episode for sure. <laughs> for sure, it does. For sure. For sure. <laughs> it's Papa it's especially during it's it's during the uh the the darkest hour portion of the episode where everything's oh, lost yeah. no one's on the same page and wally is sitting there with uh with with roy and nightwing and they're just like i don't know how we're gonna get through this <laughs> and wally's just like i remember there was a time when i thought i wouldn't be able to fill the shoes of <laughs> and take the pressure that was on me they're like oh really when was that it was the third of september <laughs> a day i'll always remember because that was the day Fuck, I that hate you. Barry Allen died oh great now i gotta figure out how to put uncle this in was a rolling stone, stone. yeah <laughs> wherever he laid his hat was, was his home, home. and when he Died. All that he left <laughs> Guys, alone. copyright. Guys, the copyright is less than 20 get, seconds. We're fine. Less than 20 seconds. It was so all quick. Right, right. It was so all quick. Right. So uh, we see that James Jesse has commandeered the Sage Force and has give and has turned it into this little tunnel of happiness. What which a is jackass. hilarious. What a jackass <laughs> plan this is. Uh, this is brilliant. Y'all have, have gone through the uh, the fun house where at the end there's just that tunnel that spins. That's just what this is. That's just what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's filled with the sage force to turn everybody happy. Instead of tunnel mm -hmm. of love, it's tunnel of happy. Yeah. Tunnel of happy. Mm -hmm. And so Barry goes through it and he's like, oh, I'm happy. And everyone's like, all right, we're going to let you back out into the city now. And Barry's like, psych, I'm depressed. Barry's like, <laughs> Fuck happiness and puts on his flash ring I have so never like, happiness have... what a joke and takes off his uh his regular clothes and <laughs> leaves so, them on the floor and adorns the so flash toxic. costume. So <laughs> I have I have never felt so aligned with Barry Allen in my entire life. Honestly, yeah, kind yeah. of a fucking vibe. Mood, <laughs> like, Barry. Happiness, what a fucking joke. <laughs> we see him put on the flash costume again, very specifically with that buzzsaw belt, which I love. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we see him looking for Commander Cold. He he's able to free him, though he is confronted by Axel Walker, Trickster Two, and with even his boom stick. His boom <laughs> yes. stick, incredible. Like I I understand that he might not be everyone's favorite rogue, but come on. Yeah, but he's got it's, the best toys. So he's, he's got awesome. the best toys, and he's also Where listening he to some sick music. Toys? On his little iPod, on his little iPod. What do you think he's listening to? Oh, uh, cheap uh, trick. Oh, there you go. Yes, I was just trying to remember that. Whoa, I, fuck. <laughs> I guess that's fuck. That answers that. Shit, you're Damn right. Damn it, that's so good. 
I love you so much right now. Scott, everything. Because I was just trying to think. I was like, wait, there's a trick. We'll there's say a, a cheap trick. trick. What's his name? It's just cheap trick. That's it. That's got to yeah. be it. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Which I'm cheap fucking trick flabbergasted. Holy shit. S- surrender. Yeah, I know. Surrender. Like, surrender. 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 <laughs> but don't <laughs> let only... yourself away. Or I, or I want you to want me. Either one of those. Da, 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 da. Yeah, either that or I want you to want me. Either one of those. I want you. It's, it's usually that, probably. It's usually that one. Yeah. It's usually that. He literally he only really has two. Want to want him. He yeah. literally only has two songs on the iPod. It's it's the uh, it's the old <laughs> it's school so iPod terrible. Nano. That's, yeah. that's all it is. <laughs> nobody, nobody's a fan of playing, you know. Wait, nobody's a fan of Mighty Wings from uh, Top Gun. They were here. Like, Ooh, I guess you can throw that in too. Okay, those Hell three yeah. songs, those three Hell songs, yeah. and those three only. <laughs> so James Jesse comes on the scene and he's like, "Ah, I tricked everyone. I used the Sage Force, and he takes it away from Warden Wolf." And immediately, Wolf is like. James Jesse, and he tries to strangle him. Immediately. He goes to fucking. He, he forgets that he's a vampire and thinks he's a Frankenstein for a second, and puts <laughs> his arms out. He's like, "I'm going to kill you." I like, mean, he does have the flat top. He does have the the Frankenstein yeah. flat top. He's not he a little really Frankenstein. But I love that you know James Jesse just clocks someone and he goes flying back. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can fucking hear the Wilhelm scream when he gets cracked in the face. It's sick. <laughs> and James James Jesse kicks the shit out of him, turns the uh, Sage Force back onto him, and he's like, I know you just beat the shit out of me, but good hair. Good hair. Look at that hair. You good have hair. that young Luke Skywalker hair. It's he totally fucking does, too. That's the funniest yeah. thing. Yeah, they, specific- they specifically the- gave him... A New Hope, Luke Skywalker. Yes. Yeah, they made him just made him our camel. That's all like, they did specifically. <laughs> Which again yeah. is great. That is it's... pretty fun. And so Flash and Commander Cold are able to escape their bindings. Uh, Trickster tries to escape, and then we see that he has shifted ever so slightly the dial for the Sage Force, and now everyone has flown into a blind rage. In Central City. Trickster's like, all right, uh, you're going to have to deal with that now. And before Flash can race off to go deal with it, he is frozen solid by Commander Cold, who has been turned. Yes. Because uh, he's happy. Because he's happy. No one can stand it now because I'm the trickster to make you because he's happy and now i'm gonna take you without a single few i was good james jesse would absolutely wear one of those pharrell hats oh yeah yeah yes. nonsensically yeah james yeah. jesse that... james jesse is a pharrell of the dc universe i don't like that <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't i don't like i don't like that. that's a phrase that came out of my mouth that's upsetting uh... i really want to see mark hamill wearing a pharrell hat yes. i really want to see james jesse work with a minion <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, look at my new minions. They're all my friends. And I'm like, banana. He's like, exactly. Have you, have banana. Seen... There's this thing. I don't know where it was originally on. I saw it on Instagram. But it's this guy dressed up as as uh, as Gru, and he's addressing like 
fucking 50 people below him dressed as minions. And he's like, minions, tonight we will ruin my brother's date. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> and they track down his brother who is on a date with just all of these like nerf dart guns. And they just swarm in on him, that darting rocks. both of them. It's incredible. That's, I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys. But like, that's how I picture it. Like that's oh, that's specifically trickster. He's like, I am going uh, to ruin uh, Axel Walker's date with Golden Glider. <laughs> yeah! Like Axel could pull Golden Glider. Come on. He could try. Bro. He could try. Hey Eric, thanks you for the uh, thanks for the bachelor party idea. Now that's, uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Now that's a good idea. It's a real good idea right now. This is the, the this is this is what I get for putting them in the wedding party. That's we that's, all we all dress as rogues. We all yes. dress as different rogues, yes. and we just we fucking tear up the town. Rogues, and we just attack. We just attack. Motherfucker, is, if that is what you do for my bachelor <laughs> party, you, you, we all dress up as rogues, and we just go on the town. I will fucking love you forever. That might <laughs> end up in the idea now. I already yeah. have an idea. That yeah. might end up in the idea now. I, I That's love interesting. that now. I just think it's interesting. I just think it's interesting. But so down, we see uh, <laughs> we see Flash wake up after having been uh, disabled by uh, Commander disabled. Cold and James Jesse, and James Jesse's like, "Okay, the entire world's gonna or the entire town's gonna go to shit, and you can't do anything about it because I sawed off your legs." Yeah, that's so sick, dude. It's so sick. What it's... a great cliffhanger for a Flash comic specifically. Classic. Classic. Like, incredible. Also, his chainsaw is named the Trickle. Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, he's got a boomstick and he's got a chainsaw called the Axel Trickle. Axel has the boomstick. So, Axel's got the boomstick. Oh, yeah. He's got the Trickle. Still, this is a like... Axel, this is... Axel's a ranged combatant. James That's Jesse's right. very specifically a melee combatant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all melee. It's yeah. like uh, it's like you took Bruce Campbell and duplicated him twice from like Army of Darkness. You know when he had like Bruce the two, Campbell like, would have been a great against... trickster. Oh my god, yes. Oh, like back in the nineties, uh, yeah. they did the TV show. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, he yeah, could have been absolutely. TV show trickster. He yeah, could, I can see that. that. Yeah, yeah. So we see the rogues are just... I'm, I'm sorry, real quick, thing we're not talking about here, the fucking Dan Moore co covers. Yes, the Dan yes. Moore covers. You're absolutely right. The Dan Moore right. covers. God damn. Incredible. God damn. This cover for this next issue where I, fucking I Trickster is like it. a judge. Yes. Yeah. Rules. He's just about to smash in, like, flash his head in. Like, it's Rules. so good. It's Rules. Really good. And they're not all Dan Mora covers either, but this one specifically is... Uh, the last, like, one was. Yeah, the last two for sure. Last two, I think. Yeah. It's great. But uh, we see the rogues are ripping through Central City. Um, James Jesse's wearing a, a rabbit nose for no reason because he's crazy. Yeah, oh, he's, he's a white he's, rabbit. He's got a little cutie on him. Yeah, he's trying to. Oh, right. It's all because of the fucking TikTok joke. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Boo. Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ. Welcome. Yeah. He's so corny. Yeah. yeah. He's so corny. <laughs> I'm late. So, I'm late for a very important date. <laughs> how is Kristen dating this man? He's so cheesy. <laughs> hey, I, so... I ask myself that every time anybody dates me. So, like, <laughs> so I get But you're it. A. 
world famous gaslight actor Jacob oh, Brown. God damn Absolutely, it. <laughs> you could pull anyone you wanted. B, a cutie patootie. So I mean, it makes sense. Two please very good it. arguments, and please, please against which I have no, no, uh, no disagreement. Nothing else. That's it. Yeah. So no notes. We no see notes. Barry is trying to figure out like how how do I did he really saw off my legs? This has to be a trick. Has to be a trick. And he's able to get Commander Cold to snap out of his programming, which I really like. I like how he does this. By making him angry? That's yes. so funny. <laughs> and I love the way that Scott Collins draws this because he's like, it just makes me makes me so angry. And he like purses his lips. <laughs> angry. Angry. <laughs> I'm mad again. I'm angry. I'm I angry. want chicken nuggets. Mm, mm. I'm angry. <laughs> and so we find out that James Jesse has brought his parents to Iron Heights. Oh, yeah. And is like, are you impressed now? Great, cool. I'm throwing you off the fucking building. And he just yes. launches them off of Iron Heights. It's kind of dope. Incredible. I mean great like great ultimate revenge like great job he got all the to... mistreatment 100 percent. yeah barry is able to finally look through the the trick however realize he still has legs and runs off to catch the jesse's from flying um mm -hmm. and i do i do like this because they're shit people but the flash is as he always is, a hero. And so he saves exactly. even terrible people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he I goes... love that when he I love that when he was like trying to catch his parents, like we see that the toupee on the dad flies yes. back. Flies backwards. Well. Flying yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. It's very, <laughs> very it How always old gets do you me. think these parents are? Oh. Quite old. Oh, that's a great yeah. Too old, too old for them to be dressing the way they're dressing. Ah, uh, that's exactly yeah. what yeah. Like, this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild clothing choices. <laughs> like... Yeah. So we see. I mean, if you got it flaunted, I guess. But like, come on. So we see. Um, Barry is face. He sends um, Jesse's parents back to the docks. And teams up with Commander Cold, who uses his tech to build Barry a fucking Tron suit. He looks like such a fucking jackass. He does. <laughs> what the hell is what the hell is this? With the spinning plate on the feet? What the it, hell? You know I what this fucking looks like? Reboot. Rocket racer. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's about to tap into the fucking reboot universe. Oh. Like, he looks like he's in like a VR rig. It's yes. like that episode of Community where the yeah. dean gets obsessed with VR. Oh yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he's like, like he's wearing that. Yeah. He looks stupid. Oh my god. So good. And so and he's giving this like this monologue in the uh in the voiceover here. He's like, I hate what Trickster did to me. What he did to Central City created this fake happiness. I knew it was too good to be true. Happiness needs to be real. You can't force it. Which is a fucking hilarious thing for Barry Allen to say. Yes. Agreed. And so he is able to cure everyone of their Sage Force uh, sickness, returning everyone back to their normal selves. And as he makes his way back to Iron Heights, it fucking explodes. Yep. Embarrassing. 
Honestly, embarrassing. Embarrassing. The flashlight's dead in the streets. Like, that's so embarrassing. (laughs) Also, oh no. Like, uh, Warden Wolf doesn't have a... doesn't have a home anymore. The curse of Iron like, Heights has been lifted. It has yes, been burned has. to the ground. Yes. <laughs> oh shit! I left all of my porn in there. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> my coffin. Oh my one and oh, only coffin. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Renfield was in there. Oh god! Oh Renfield. fuck! Renfield. Oh, oh no! You idiot! Warden Wolf one hundred percent shows up in that movie. One hundred percent shows up in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your boss is toxic. You could come work for me. <laughs> because I noticed specifically right. you have good hair. Nicholas Holt, who does your hair? It's good. <laughs> it's We've good got hair. benefits. And a 401k. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so we see that no bodies were found in the wreckage. So the tricksters escaped. Everyone is getting back to normal. Uh, we see that Warden Wolf is finally brought to justice for all of his crimes to humanity, and he is uh, locked up in Bell Rev, which I think is very interesting. Well, isn't this ironic? <laughs> and is <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's saying in that last panel? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'll be well, back. Didn't on the see next that coming. <laughs> <laughs> they think these they think these bars can stop me. I'll be back when the next full moon rises. However, it is Louisiana and that is that's humidity. Not good for my hair. Not good for my hair. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I love the people down here. Very spicy. <laughs> Everyone tastes like gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> So he's in Bell Rev. The tricksters escaped, and Barry is back to uh, back to the crime lab. Singh reassigns him since the place he assigned him no longer exists physically, yep. anyway. Yep. Yeah. And so he heads back to the crime lab, and he is confronted by a cloaked figure. And this cloaked figure seems to know a lot about Barry. This is so CW ending. It is so <laughs> CW. Yeah, this, this, this is really fucking CW ending. This whole volume, man. Like, yeah, this whole volume yeah, just true. feels like a this fucking volume, like true. It's just been a CW one episode, episode. Yeah. of The Flash. Yeah. And so we see that this mysterious character is called Steadfast, and he is able to channel the Still Force. Steadfast says, you should no longer go forward. You must go back. For the multiverse to survive what is to come, Barry Allen, you must remember something you have forgotten from your past, 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 past. It's when the eye beam is like, (laughs) (laughs) And we see Barry as a a young boy. He's a little Um, guy. He's just a little guy. Uh, with posters of the Who, uh, all I I have to say it's a fat head of Einstein. Yeah. I was saying, is that a fat head or is that like a fucking like paper mache like Einstein yeah. he made? Like it is, it is too good a quality to be paper mache. That is one hundred percent just a, a fat head. 
Y'all remember yeah. Fatheads? So yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what a what a trend that was. What a time. Also, yeah, also if time. you look at the comic books by the desk, it says 1956, by the yes, way. Yes, which is really yeah. fun because that was That's the really year cool. he was uh he was introduced. Oh, it was 56? Yeah. Yeah, 56. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Silver yeah. Age happened a lot sooner than people remember. Uh, My mom is the same age as Barry Allen. That's exciting. Wow. Wow. And she's great. That's cool. She's great. She's good. Head. Good head. Good head. Yes. Ask her how she felt about the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> She's been lost in the crisis. <laughs> She's been lost in the speed force ever since. Oh. Oh, Ooh, too shit. soon. Too soon. Sorry. Um, I'm going to find her, though. I'm going to find her. I'm going to pull her out of the fucking speed force. <laughs> oh, my God. What, when, when did that happen, Malcolm? It was the third of September. (laughs) I can always count on Malcolm if I lob something up to home run at home. So we see Barry is called by his mom downstairs. And then we get a strike of lightning. And I think it's very interesting on his mantle, on his windowsill. All the fucking Greek gods. (laughs) Including very specifically Hermes. Yeah. Yeah. Real interesting. Yeah. And we see yeah. the tagline to be continued in the Flash Year One. Woo! And that's it for this volume. Uh, gentlemen, final thoughts on this volume. What did you think about it? What was your favorite part? Uh, we'll go to Malcolm first. Uh, this was fun. This was fun. Um, you know, it definitely does feel like one episode of The Flash. Yes. Uh, which is fine. Uh, but it's it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun story. Um, favorite part? I mean, listen, I love the trickster. I love James Jesse. I think that's a, a super underused character. Um, right. uh, 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 my favorite part is probably acknowledging all the crazy history that that character's had. Yeah. Uh, which they do very briefly, but they... They even very briefly touch on the countdown to Final Crisis stuff, which that rocks, uh, where he was, you know, uh, back and a criminal again and literally tethered to uh, Pied Piper mm-hmm. uh, for that entire run, which was really fun. Really um, I love the trickster, man. James Jesse's a great character, and I like how not modern that character is. Yes, very like he, specific. They very specifically just have never made him like cool after he went back to being a villain again. Yeah, because uh, I think like in his FBI days, like he's pretty cool. But um, yeah, he's fun, man. He's stupid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a stupid Silver Age fucking character, but I love it. He's so like, good. So, yeah, uh, Jacob. This is my. favorite favorite volume Stop. it really you just keep getting better and better for it, it's I just getting it. that is great and better every time i'm, happy I'm for not you. joking because like um i love the trickster trickster is my favorite um rogue out of the flash really and, hell yes, yeah dude all right yeah, hell absolutely yeah. It is. It's very much. It, he's such a ridiculous character that the fact that he's so relevant to this day is actually really brilliant. And um, this volume kind of proves it to me because of just like just the nonsense that, he, that went through the the whole throw. This was just Joker toxin that he threw over like the city. Basically, and instead, yeah. of, instead of making everyone crazy, it just made everyone happy and everything like that. And I was like, this is this is like a this is honestly you could retool this whole volume to be a Batman 66 like uh episode 
basically for sure like yeah. you could totally do this like that's I could exactly say, he is caesar romero joker he, like that's exactly what fucking james yeah. jesse is that is james jesse to a t so like to see this is like really cool um like it's funny because like i kind of see caesar romero as as james jesse and like axel is more mark hamill um so it's like uh that's totally so fair. In, so that's kind of like really funny that like these two kind of coincide each other. Um, yeah, this was great. I loved it. I, I'm not gonna lie. My favorite part is figuring out that like uh, the happy, the the how he, how he's making everyone happy, and then like the the twists and turns around. Like you like we said, this was just a, a flash CW episode that just was going crazy and fun. Yep. And um, I I loved it. I loved every bit. I think my favorite part is um specifically is something that is at the end of this volume which is one of the variants it's flash 66 variant cover by tim sale and brandon wagner that is incredible and i wish we got something like that from tim uh, at one point i wish we now i wanted tim i would love the tim sale flash tim sale flash book is something i never thought i needed in my life um so yeah i'll go on that I mean, all of the variants really good. Ryan oh, yeah. Sook, yeah. Mitch That Jared's. Ryan Sook one fucking whips. Mitch Jared is an underrated yeah. Flash artist. Oh, yeah. And I would love to uh, see him yeah. draw more Flash. Yeah. Because he uses perspective Flash. for Flash really, really well. Really well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. This was a really fun, uh, kind of a fun palette cleanser. A good bounce back from the heaviness of last week. Um favorite part i mean honestly it's just like you guys said the the return of james jesse he's such a niche character uh and it's it's cool that he gets away i think out of yeah. all of this him and axel are able to get away that's kind of the best part yeah, that yeah and it's and it speaks to them specifically as characters and i really really mm-hmm. dig that mm-hmm. um but that does it for this week now before we talk about next week we've got some emails to read which uh malcolm what time is it it was the time for the mail call that's what is happening to you all Cause that is the time that we read the mail. If you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Flash Fam Club in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Our first email comes from good brother Dylan Hall. Dylan in the hall. Uh, Dylan in the hall. (laughs) Dylan in the hall. Dylan in the hall. Um, Who writes, hey, everyone. First off, wild episode last week. Never would have guessed that book would get a five-hour episode. Jacob, thank you so much for sharing your experience. I think you may have solved why I respond to this book so much. For my question this week, what's your opinion on lore in comics? I've heard y'all mention loving it several times, but can we... 
but we can all admit it gets a little unhinged. But I always love when you think a story wouldn't connect, but it actually does. I have a couple examples. Uh, in issue four of One Rebirth Blue Beetle, written by Keith Giffen, drawn by Scott Collins, it is revealed that Ted Kord did use the codename Blue Beetle after a chance encounter with the first Blue Beetle, who had just gotten the beetle used by Jaime Reyes to become a third Blue Beetle. Did I say beetle too much? And he only chose the name after saying no to the following options. Don Quixote, in a self-aware bit, Crimson Vengeance, Rampant Avenger, Not Quite Batman, and Spider Guy. I'd kill for a Booster Gold and Not Quite Batman mini. Also, Superman Reborn happened before Heroes in Crisis, if a version of Death of Superman existed now, maybe JLI would too. Uh, also, the Batman Chronology Project is a recent find by me, but a 13-year-long ongoing project by one man and commenters to make a complete timeline for DC via the appearances of Batman. And I mean detailed. He weaves huh. in miniseries that are presented out of continuity, but finds context to slip that in. He keeps track of the change in seasons across issues and series to calculate the passage of time. It's a Herculean effort. I went in expecting a reading order. I came out with a religion. Um... I did because he included links to this. I'll send links to you guys. It is fascinating. Mm, uh, there's a whole calculation that he does on how old Bruce Wayne actually is in the comics right now. Mm. Really interesting. Ooh, okay. Um, he finally writes, uh, keep up the great work and please do that Tom King series one day. I have dibs on guests for Omega Men starring one Kyle Rayner or Batcat. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. Uh-oh. Geek Might's back. Be kind, my ass. I owe so much money to that fucker that no one talked about that fucker in five years minimum. And now he does one cartoon and slaps me with copyright infringement. I should call some Dragon Ball people to bust his ass for copyright infringement. Mix his spittle prick. <laughs> Geek Might out of money. <laughs> Always good to see Geek Might. Oh, man. You were about to hit me with tears right now, too, with the with the Capaldi closing there. I know. Yeah. Almost did Fuck. it. I, I fucking think about that all the goddamn time. <laughs> it's a great quote. That's, that's the, that, I think that's the best transition. I think, I, think that's, I think that's the best transition into a new doctor. Maybe. Yeah. No, yeah. I, it's it's yeah. definitely I one of the most heart-wrenching. For it's, sure. It is truly fucking heart-wrenching. Like, it yeah. is upsetting. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So our next email comes from uh, good brother Jacob Goodhart. Hey, Wait, what's up, uh, we, we didn't talk about lore. We didn't, we oh, didn't yes, lore, lore. lore. I love lore. I have made no bones about it on the podcast that I love lore. I love looking that stuff up. I love researching. Um, but yes, it can get a little, you know. Muddy. Muddy. So yeah. my approach to it is just you take what you like, you drop what you don't. That's my approach. Uh, what do you guys think? Okay. I'm a Morrison fan, so everything is continuity. Everything is canon. I was just going to say, yeah, I think the best way to to operate with the lore in terms of all the comic books is doing the Grant Morrison approach, which is just like, if you consider everything to be lore, then you you adapt it the way you want it. It's depending on the writer. You can still pick and choose. Yeah, you can pick and choose and make that and say and say like, "Hey, this is still part of it and everything." And that's I kind of like that. I like I like having the history, but but the writer picking and choosing. That's that's the way I kind of feel about. it. Yeah, it's the full bar at Subway. Like you can you can put everything on a sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, like you don't have to, but you could. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Uh, I just want to say I I do love lore. Um, it's very interesting because I'm very anti-data, but I do love lore. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not a not a fan of data pages. 
Uh, no, that was just a very specific uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation joke. Oh, there you go. For, for me, I got that. Oh. I got that reference. I actually oh. got that. Lore, lore is Data's like evil brother. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think is. that lore is interesting, and I think that Data sucks. Uh, <laughs> well, Data wasn't in Voyager, so I don't have a feeling on Data either way. Oh. I feel like they had Spiner on there. Was he maybe on there as as Doctor Singh? Maybe. I feel like I feel like he was. No, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking Enterprise. I'm thinking Enterprise. Mm. Enterprise. Enterprise. Oh, fucking terrible show. Shit. Y'all Yo, Enterprise. Go watch that fucking strange new fucking worlds. God damn. Oh, that yeah. musical episode fucking rules. Oh my god. So our next email comes from Ooh. Good Brother Jacob Goodhart. Good What's up, twin? Who writes in, well, after the dot, 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 heated book last week, we're back to Sorry. our proper Flash comic <laughs> with the rogue who I honestly don't get whatsoever. I mean, Trickster is kind of the black sheep of the rogues for me, and I say that as someone who is also still trying to actively get more into them. Unlike the Riddler, Joker, or even Clue Master, his schemes are just I gotcha without any preamble, and it makes him seem like he's just an asshole, though him tricking Barry into thinking yes. he cut off his legs was pretty good. That is his deal. Though He's just I, an asshole. That's yeah, literally no, that's, it. Yeah. I yeah, kind exactly. of take offense to you ranking like Clue him. Master above the Trickster. That's yeah, honestly, a little offensive to have a Clue offensive. Master and Riddler above Clue Master is <laughs> fucking Elis at best. That's your yeah. hot take of the week. That's your hot take of the week. Trickster is novelty. At least Clue Master is like trying to give you a like to develop a mystery. Like tricks, ma like Trickster is like this is novelty store shit. Like, yes, exactly. You, you exactly. cannot yeah. like compare to that. Uh, yeah, he writes Trick also is a piece of shit, but like. <laughs> yeah. At least he's, he's not fun. that much of a piece of shit. At least he's fun. <laughs> uh, he writes, also, I read Joshua Williamson's The Rogues, and Trickster's just a troll in that, too. He is great fucking yeah, comic. Great, great comic. fucking comic. Honestly, um, terrific miniseries. Uh, he I, he puts some spoilers in here, so I know Jacob hasn't read it, and I don't want to spoil that for him, because, again, yeah, it's a great comic, and I want Jacob to read it. Jacob should read that at some point. I think he'll fucking love that. Um, is he it writes, part of the reading? It it, it's not it's not on the list it is, no but it is written by joshua williamson uh the art is incredible uh, leo, about max? The rogues. leo max yeah, yeah. Leo max. and it's specifically about the rogues it's great um yeah. he writes that being said i'm interested in the next arc i mean obviously the best flash origin is born to run but barry finally getting a decompressed origin will be interesting to see born to run baby born to run rules in terms of comics I've read this week, I got through Superior Iron Man, which I think is the better of the Superior titles. Hard disagree. Hot take. I love Superior Iron Man. I don't know if I would agree that it's the better, but I uh, love that book. I think that book rules. He writes, Tony actually gets called out for acting like a bad guy, while Otto doesn't, and that's what really sells it for me. I Those are two different stories, though. Those are two different stories. Yeah. That's... Also, I think it's the last time we saw Pepper Potts in the comics. I No, she's no, been around. No, she's been around. Yeah, uh, And sadly, one of the only Marvel comics I'm reading came to an end last week with Chip Zdarsky's last issue of Daredevil. Now, Eric, my dude, my boy, my brother from another mother, I know, I know you adore the Mark Wayne for Somni run, which I do. Uh, I do too, it's great, but this run of Daredevil, it's my personal favorite. But then again, I don't think there's ever really been a bad run of Daredevil. 
Have y'all mm. read the Diggle run? That run is not bad. It's just that Shadowland is bad. Okay. So But the Daredevil uh, stuff in that book is so good. Like his Daredevil issues are so good. Okay. It's just Shadowland sucks. Mm-hmm. It's how there you, you leave them. That's but yeah. I uh, I I agree. I love the Zadarsky run. I don't yeah. think uh, fantastic the, ending. Fantastic ending. Fantastic um, ending. If you like, want wild. an ending that puts all the toys back in the box without having it feel like none of this mattered, great fucking ending. Yeah. What? Oh wow! I didn't know it was like that. Great oh, Jacob, ending. Jacob, oh, if, fuck. You need to read. Zadarsky's Daredevil run starts off with him like being in a really bad place because he does something and very it bad to worse a person from there. And it ends with a giant battle that you would not fucking believe. <laughs> the like, last like three the, issues the, of that book from are where insane. It starts and where it ends because there's no fucking way you would <laughs> guess what happens. Never be able to chart that. No, I, like, uh, it is wild. <laughs> I have to let you guys know. I have been collecting everything Chip Zardesky. So I've got like Batman and Daredevil and yep. like yes. uh, his the rest of his Peter Parker uh yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> stuff. Huge pile that I can't move my camera for uh, that's on the, the bookshelves over here. Yeah. That I've just been waiting for that. And um I didn't know Daredevil ended like that. So yeah. that's really it, cool. It just ended yeah. last week. Great it just ended issue. An incredible ending. Uh I, I will yeah, say, hungry. I think the stuff leading up to, um, uh, leading up to Devil's Reign, I thought was stronger than the stuff coming out of it, but uh, I, yeah, I'll agree, but, but I had really so much loved it all it. the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he writes, and I, and so I know that of course you're going to do the Wade run of Daredevil when you eventually cover it on the book club, but I have to ask that you guys consider this one. It's phenomenal, emotional, and involves Matt as a character and even gives him a possible ending. It's also my favorite Electra mm -hmm. story with Woman Without Fear and some of the best retcons to DD lore I've seen. Uh, it's the only time I'll say One More Day is good and the caveat being it's not the one you're thinking of. One oh, day no. more. Oh, sorry. It's one more day. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. We, we can't go back. We can't go back. I got already chill did right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> we already did that episode. Uh, and I am Chavez. Oh, wait. Right. <laughs> we already did that in the Gmo run. He oh, uh, writes, oh, and I also got back into reading the Expanse book series. Finally got some time on my hands to do it, and I'm loving it. It's the one book series that has me constantly going, oh, fuck, that's bad in the best way. For my question this week, I've been reading some X-Men books. Malcolm, thank you for the recommendation. I already did read it, but it's a great starting point, like you said. And I came across some X-Men characters who have some drawbacks to their powers. Like the worst X-Man ever, whose power is to just explode. As in himself. As in to death. Great even, miniseries, that is. Great miniseries. <laughs> but even... Terrible X-Men. Yeah, great power. <laughs> Jacob, it's, it's a book amazing. called X-Men, Worst X-Men Ever, uh, where's this kid who finds out, like, oh, I'm a mutant. What's his power? He can explode once. once. Oh, my God. One time. How does he discover That's that, it. though? And then he'll die. Like, he, he gets picked up by Cerebro. Yeah. Okay, but, but like... Like that—that that sounds like an SNL sketch. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, it's like kind of an SNL sketch. Like, yeah, kind of like, is. I would not it's, take that seriously. It's so great. It's I kind of so want that now. <laughs> I want to get this. So here it's. But even when you consider some other mutant powers, they kind of suck to have too. I mean, Wolverine's powers is just having six knives that cut through his knuckles every time he uses them, and and healing, 
and healing. Uh, mm-hmm. Telepaths think they're going insane from hearing voices all the time. Rogue can't touch anyone for most of her life. And Toad is, well, he's just gross. He has to live with the fact he's a gross Toad person. What yeah. are some mutant powers that you would not want to have? Personally, I think healing factor might be the worst. Yeah, you live forever, but you still feel every wound you get. Like every bo- broken bone you get, that's painful. But then there's the pain of re- of it repairing itself. Also, I thought you guys were just joking about Beast, but holy shit, he's actually a war criminal and needs to die. We told yeah. you, he's a war criminal. Yeah. Hey, yeah, guess yeah. what? I've been on that train for fucking 15 years. It's <laughs> nice that comics have finally caught up to me. He's a war <laughs> criminal. He's a dick. You're right. It's keep riding the lightning, Jacob. Good heart. Flash fact. In Young Justice, the TV show, Wally West disappears in a way that's similar to how Barry did during the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline. However, Greg Weissman, the show's creator, has stated that in Earth 16, where the show takes place, there is no speed force. This hasn't stopped people from believing that Wally somehow survived. Personally, I think Wally discovered the speed force and is currently trapped there like Barry was. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Also, yeah. Malcolm, flash fact, flash fact, uh, quick, 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 flash, flash fact. fact. Uh, Matt Fraction's Fantastic Four run is a lot better than I gave it credit for. Oh. I've been rereading it this week. Uh, I think my initial problem was that it came like literally a month after Hickman's run. And yeah. it was a big like reset of like characters and stuff. And it felt wrong. But I've been rereading it this week. And it is pretty fucking great. Pretty fucking great. It is a really stellar run. Jacob, flash fact, quick, quick, flash fact, quick, flash quick, fact. flash fact, flash uh, fact, quick, if, quick, if flash fact. If you take, okay, okay, it's all right. The flash <laughs> fact is, if you take, now I'm going to take my time. Now, if you <laughs> take, No, it's a flash, it has my, to be quick, if Jacob. If you take my Adventures of Superman, the intro, and you mute it and play the animated Superman uh, end credits, it kind of syncs up. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, Shit. try that. Shit, yes. well, I was right. Yeah, if you time it right, you can get the ending right when like the title card comes in and like pops out, and it actually it drives. It actually okay. matches All what's right. going on in the thing yeah. cartoon. Because I fucking yeah, love that really intro. Fun. It's as fuck. An intro is anime as fuck, and and I was just like, and then somebody was like, hey, what if we did this with the. Uh, old school like the 90s superman theme and i was like huh that actually right. works really well interesting <laughs> interesting all right great great flash facts gentlemen great flash facts. what's yours what's yours flash fact flash fact flash fact flash fact next week uh next week the live action one piece drops on netflix and it looks good Honestly, it kind of looks good. It kind of looks good. <laughs> it looks kind of fun. <laughs> like, it looks actually really good. Uh, I'm really curious. Yeah. I'm, I'm morbidly... Listeners, this I need this to be good, because Netflix is also working on a Yu Yu Hakusho adaptation, and I oh, need yeah. this to be good, because if this yeah. is good, then that will be good. Yeah, I need yeah. this to be good. I already, I already lost hope because of Cowboy Bebop. That was, that was my that, thing. Uh, that's different. But I get it. You have to approach everyone differently. I, I, know. I have hope because that Avatar show, like from the pictures, looks good. Looks great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but very quickly, so, uh, what's one mutant power you wouldn't want to have? Uh, I hate to say this, but I wouldn't want to have Cyclops' abilities. Uh, because I don't know that Ruby Quartz is a real thing. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and I would not be able to. I, I, I would real. not be able to like open my eyes. I'd I'd be really bummed out. So right. yeah, that that's 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 that. Jacob, all the others, I'd be down. Power for you wouldn't want to have. 
I thought of a lot, and um, I guess the biggest one is being rogue, where you can't even touch anybody. That kind of sucks. Cause, yeah, like, that's fair. Like, what if you want a hug and all that other stuff? You know, it's just or a handshake. You know, that's just I don't I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Super like, I want to be. I don't want to be like in complete like a uh, like a body body as condom that can't touch anybody. I that mean, just doesn't really work. That's how we've lived the last like three years. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, sure. You're not this, wrong. This She's not prepared wrong. for the pandemic. The other one was wrong. like turning into the blob. I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. Ooh, as much as how... That's not a fun one. That's, that's not, not a fun one. one. That's not yeah, a fun that's one. yeah. I yeah. No, I don't want that. As, yeah, well, I don't care great. if I'm super strong and all that stuff. I want to be just this like. I don't want to be like what's her face from like Willy Wonka, the blueberry girl. You know, yeah. I don't want to be like <laughs> wandering around like that. Violet Beauregard. Um, By the... <laughs> it, it, it really Thank you. you know her name. I love that. I was I trying to remember. What do you name? want from me? I know no, things. I'm glad. No, I'm um, glad you know that. I'm so I think happy. Mine would be forget me not, because no one can remember me, and that oh, you know, that's true. like a very oh, lonely that's existence. So, yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. One power that I would want to have the Juggernaut because it statistically makes me the fastest man alive. Yeah, and I mean, nobody no, can no, stop no, you. for Troy. Um, no, no that was that was really funny. That was a very <laughs> specific joke. There. Uh, listeners will remember. Very specific. Listeners will remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> um, our next email comes from good brother Adam Stringfellow. What's up, Stringfellow? Stringfellow. Adam writes, "What up? What up, Flash Rogues? Hope y'all are doing well and off to a good week so far. Firstly, thank you for the super long but very much welcomed episode last weekend. This was perfect to listen to whilst working on some drawings, finishing up some stuff at work. Also, thank you to all three of you for being super honest about your struggles during this episode. I've mentioned before that I struggle a lot with clinical depression." And it's nice to be reminded that I'm not the only one who struggles. That being said, if any of y'all just need to vent or kick it and talk comics, please feel free to reach out. I promise I'm cool to talk to at least try, or at least I try to be really do appreciate that, Adam. And again, appreciate I, you. the whole message from last episode is that we are not Here. alone. And that's, I think the most important thing you can glean from that. Yeah. Uh, for my question this week on the topic of Heroes in Crisis, would the three of y'all want to see a similar event take place in the Marvel Universe? As an aside, here are a few confessionals that I came up with for a few characters in Marvel that they were yeah, that if they were going to Sanctuary, and hopefully y'all enjoy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say these confessionals, and you and guys guess? tell me who you think this is. Okay. 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 I love this. This is a fun I game. Love it. All right. This is fun. Here we go. I love it. Here's the first one. Don't get me wrong. I love him like he's my older brother. And as an only child, that means the world to me. And he means the world to me. He's my hero. But do you have any idea what it's like living up to his legacy? And no matter how hard I try, I'll always just be the other to almost everyone I meet. Spider-Man? Like Miles? Yes! Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Excellent. Not who I was going to guess. Nice. Excellent pick. Yeah. Who are you going to guess? I was going to guess either Bucky or Sam. Oh, yeah, I was thinking Bucky too. I think yeah, that, I, I mean, Bucky. that does apply. Yeah. yeah. Next one. I was thinking more Bucky than Sam, but. But then, but then you said I'll always be known as the other one. And I was like, oh, that's got to be Miles. Poor Miles. Yeah, Miles that's, always gets that's that a argument. really good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I mean, one. that's because, you know, he's Miles Morales and Peter Parker is Spider Man. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, racist fucks on the internet, eat my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dig deep into that. <laughs> so next one, next one. Here we go. 
no matter what I do or how many times I've saved the world or how many people I've saved, I still can't ever forgive myself for that night. I could have so easily stopped him so easily that I could do it with my eyes closed. But because I didn't, not only did I lose my father, but I lost my best friend and it's my fault. And because of that, I don't think I can ever forgive myself for what happened. Is that Peter? Peter. Peter yep. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. The next one. I, I love him saying, not only did I lose my father, I lost my best friend. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's, a, love that's that. a nice little note there. Yeah. All right. Next one. If I'm completely honest, there isn't a day that goes by where I don't wish to give up everything just for one more day with my father. To hear him laugh one more time. To see him dance with my mother and sister again. For him to meet the woman I fell in love with. I trade the entire world for just one more day with him. This one's hard. In the original quote, Adam put the names, but since we're trying to guess, I changed them. Read it one more time. What was what was it? If I'm completely honest, there isn't a day that goes by where I don't wish to give up everything just for one more day with my father, to hear him laugh one more time, to see him dance with my mother and sister again, for him to meet the woman I fell in love with. I'd trade the entire world for just one more day with him. Is that one of the Fantastic Four? Nope. Like, uh, no, okay. All right. It's not Daredevil? No, it's nope. not Daredevil. I thought of Daredevil when I was like, oh, I have no idea one. who that is. Father. Wait, mother. Meet with his mother. What is it? Who? Who? Who has a mom? Who, who has, has a mom, mom in the Marvel Universe? Who has a seriously? canonical mom? A mom like, and a sister. And a sister. Like a mom and a sister. That's what I'm trying to remember. And all I was going to say in- Peter, but we I already did Peter again, yeah. but we already did Peter. I don't know. All right, Jacob, do you have one more guess? Hold on, wait. Uh, um, Kamala? No. Who? Uh, I Miss Marvel. Kamala. That's nope. what I thought of. Uh, no. And. Uh, um, all right, we got one more guess. Okay. Then we got to move on. I have no I, idea. I got it. I, I yeah. I, I I was I'm thinking Thor, but no. <laughs> it is T'Challa. Ah, shit. Oh, that's what I was fuck. trying to remember. It's like, yeah, in, in, in the original quote, he wrote, just for one more day with my baba, which I knew was going to immediately that click. One, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. said, to see him dance with my mother and Shuri again. Uh, but yeah. since, we're, since, since we're doing the guessing game. That was good. That was that really was very good. good. Very that's good. That's a good fuck. one, actually. Really good like one that. for T'Challa. Fuck, yeah. Next one. This one I think you guys are going to get right away. I'll never tell her this. But there have been times where I've resisted her, hated her even. I'm sorry to admit. She gets to die and come back countless times, and each time I have no idea whether to mourn her, move on from her, or just to expect her to come back the next day. It's like my life always has to stop and start whenever hers does. It's Matt. It's Matt Murdock. Nope. No, it's Cyclops. It's Cyclops, (laughs) yes. Correct, yes. Though that would be a good one for Matt as well. Um, yeah, yeah there's two a... people who should hang out more. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, oh they should God. fucking hang out all the and time. And have it drawn yeah. by Tom Riley. Oh. Just let it happen. Specifically, I want Daredevil and Teen Cyclops from Champions. Just to hang out. No, I and... want Daredevil and Cyclops now. Well, I, 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 I want right to see a younger Scott having someone that he can look up to. Learn. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Um, all right. These are the last two. So first one, the loneliness, the loneliness never really goes away 
After all these years, it stays with you. I guess that's why I throw myself under the job so much. It's the only time where the loneliness doesn't eat away at me. Loneliness. The loneliness. Is that Daredevil? No. Okay. Uh, loneliness. Who's really lonely? Howard the Duck. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, shit. I thought that would work for Howard. Um, yeah, same. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I want to say Moon Knight, but I don't know. No. Who's lonely? There's, um... That narrows it down just as much as who has a mom? Yes, exactly. <laughs> who's exactly. a sad hero? Who's, who's, who's a very tragic? depressed serial? Who's registered <laughs> for sad boy hours? Like, hmm. seriously. No, I have no idea who it is. Yeah. It is Steve Rogers. Captain Damn it! America. Damn you know what? it! I was, good. I was That's thinking... good. It's very good. Yeah, very good very, one. Very good. Yeah. And then the last one here. I remember every single one of them. And every single day, they never let me forget what I've done to them. Oh, well, obviously, that's Stan Lee. That's but. <laughs> oh, shit. Holy oh, fuck. Shit. Jacob, that rock. Holy uh, Christ. I'll just. Uh, Holy fuck. I'll just drop this mic over here and I'll, I'll leave. Good night, everybody. Holy shit. Jacob just plopped out his that, dick. That's like, it for the Geek awesome. Book Club. There will be no more sessions. Oh my god, that rules. Uh, Jacob has solved it. We're done. We're out of here. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, Holy man. shit. Good. Uh, no, that's that's Bucky, right? That is yeah. Bucky, correct. Yes. Bucky. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are there any characters that you guys think would fit really well there? All I have of, one that immediately all came of the to X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> well, they probably wouldn't you know, be allowed to go. You know, Boo. you know, Sanctuary, yeah. Sanctuary would work a lot better as an X Men event, actually. In my opinion, I think it would work a little bit better. I think it would make a lot of sense for it to be an X Men event. Yeah, fuck, especially yeah. for the right? fact that they f- fucking killed everybody. Oh my uh, god, it's something because, that yeah. Charles and Eric put together. Marvel yeah. loves oh. killing mutants. Yeah, Marvel loves totally killing mutants. Yeah, absolutely. But that also, we could turn it into an X Factor book and make it a murder mystery and bring Hell, back X Factor. Yeah, baby, that could be cool. Hell yeah, cool. baby. Because I don't see, I don't see Captain America and the Avengers forming this sanctuary idea. I, I, I think, feels but, like... but I think that's what was so fascinating about Sanctuary in the first place was that it was created by Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And like Wonder you wouldn't Woman, expect right? okay. this. Yeah, I could see Tony and Carol making. Carol, yeah, I was one hundred percent. I could see Tony. I could see because Tony. and then in like the very it, first, it's... in the very first confessional, it's Captain Marvel sitting down, going, "Tony, I forgive you." Oh my god. Anyway, I think if, if this was an event that took place in the Marvel Universe and it wasn't explicitly just an X-Men event, but a big Marvel Universe event, mm-hmm. the main character of it would have to be Hawkeye. I yeah, like okay. that a lot. I like that too. Yeah. I like that. Especially as like again, if we go by the structure of it, everyone dies and Hawkeye's the only one allowed like the only one who lives, him being yeah. the prime suspect. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. would be incredible. I think I think Very Clint incredible. being the prime so I, I need to specify Clint. I think yes. I think it would be a really great Clint story. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, yeah. I would agree. I agree with that. 
Yeah, I, would agree. I, I, like, I think I like that, that is. A lot. I think that's the when you said like, "Oh, Heroes and Crisis" in the Marvel Universe is like, "Oh shit, that's a Clint story." That that's is one hundred percent a Clint story. That's a Clint story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 in terms of Wally West in that story, I think it should be Hank Pym because who deals with it the most? I mean, like, I would say that. Yeah. I would say yes, except Hank Pym isn't Hank Pym right now. Yeah, yeah Hank okay. Pym has died uh, a bunch of years ago. Hank Pym yeah. is half Ultron now. That, yeah, that's, he's, that's he's really been funny. Ultron for a year. But, but I do agree with that sentiment. Yeah. I miss Hank Pym so much. I miss him too. You know I think what about him actually a lot. would be really, really interesting? If you pair uh, Clint Barton, if he's like the booster gold for this, make yeah. the Harley yeah. Quinn Eric O'Grady. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. Man. That'd be fun. Fuck, they were also so former funny. teammates. Like, that'd be, that would have, that would whip. That yeah, would whip. I'd be really, really interested that in that story. I would drive. Yeah, that shit. Would drive real good. I like um, that. He writes, those are just a few that I came up with, but please let me know what y'all think. And I would love to hear y'all's answers for Heroes in Christ for Marvel. Take care, team. Love y'all much. I'll catch y'all next week. All the best and much more. Adam. Uh, next up is Lord Odin. We have it from uh, Mullet Overlord. Lord Odin. Uh, who writes, Dear Scarlet Enforcers, I hope the week finds you all hail and hearty and in a post-Blue Beetle bliss. I saw Blue Beetle. It rules. Uh, the two of them are going to see this very soon. Uh, for me, this volume is definitely an improvement over the two Force Quest ones. That being said, I was a little taken aback by the focus on James Jesse as the maniacal arch-villain of this tale. Since the last two times I saw him, he had, he had conned the devil into leaving humanity alone, and then had helped Max Mercury to scam a couple of rich, toxic waste dumpers into giving all their money to Manchester, Alabama. My question is... Toxic Avenger? Yes. My, my question is, why do you think Williamson felt the need to give him another heel turn instead of leaving him in the same semi-retired Robin Hood-esque status quo that Pied Piper has been enjoying for the last couple decades? Especially since, at this point, Axel is a well-tread and established character. I get that. Um, I think He wasn't Williamson, the one to do that, though. Yeah. I think Williamson has a love for old-school rogue stories. And that's why, you know, we get the classic versions of the rogues. We get them doing rogue things. Um, that's my thought on it. What do you guys think? Well, he, he wasn't the one to, I mean, you know, James Jesse's been off the table since, what, Blackest Night? But, yeah. I mean, before that, you know, like, he, he wasn't the one to turn him. Like, it was really the countdown stuff. Right. The countdown of Final Crisis and then him dying. Right. You know, and then he and then he was around like as a Black Lantern and Black Knight, but then we haven't really seen him since. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't really attribute that to 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 him. Um, That's fair. Yeah, you know, I, I I think it was just the continuity well before him, and he was just following up on that. But yeah, That's he point. he hasn't been a great guy in a bit. You know, uh, uh, since since uh, fucking the end of Rogue War. Yes, Rogue War. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, the next overly long section has been copied from the unread Heroes in Crisis email. We had to blast through a bunch of these emails. Yes, so, we... but, but I'm But I'm glad yeah. that he reposted it here so that we could read it. He writes largely because I want to hear someone have to explain Justice League Task Force and Extreme Justice to Jacob. Uh, he writes, <laughs> <No>. uh... <laughs> here are some of the standouts for my giant read through. Uh, context been doing a big dc comics read through oh, uh, the flash is probably my favorite and has been consistently good to amazing since crisis on infinite earths at least up to not 
up till 1998. And I love that it has been telling a con- constantly forward-moving story about Wally West as he truly comes into himself and evolves. Mm-hmm. And the Impulse book keeps me grinning from ear to ear every time I read it. Wally and Linda are my second favorite comic couple of all time, and I'm very mad about how the wedding issue ended. Starman is, of course, great. No <laughs> surprises there. Dallas and Anne were absolutely right. I must admit that aside from the Emerald Dawn minis included in the Green Lantern Hal Jordan trade, I didn't know about the author when I read it, and I got it in an in an eBay lot. I haven't read any post-crisis GL before Emerald Twilight. That being said, I fucking love Kyle and I'm super digging Jada's Earth's GL while while he is in space and she's a really fun character that I'm really glad came back from post-Infinity Inc. Obscurity. Totally agree. I love Jade and I love Kyle. Jade rocks. If you love Jade, I can't wait for you to get to fucking Outsiders. It's gonna be great. Uh, Of course, I have to talk about the title that started all of this for me, Justice League. From 1970 to like 1993, the Justice League title was a whole lot of fun. From Bronze Age kookiness Mm -hmm. to Giffen and Demetrius' very different kookiness, the book Mm -hmm. sang. I even got a kick out of the of the Detroit era and my hot take is that the league is sometimes better when helmed by characters that don't have solos if you have the right writers but then if you have the right writers yes totally agree but then the 90s really hit the team with Jurgens leaving America to Jones and Extreme Justice being Extreme Justice. It's incredibly clear why they canceled all the books and had Gimo, Wade, and Nicieza finally bring back the Magnificent Seven Malcolm can you explain Extreme Justice? Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's Extreme! Justice it's the Justice League, but they're they're really, really... You know how the Justice League fights crime? Yes. Uh, this is like... This extreme Justice more. is like the Dent Act, where it outlaws Woof. crime. Yep. <laughs> uh, wow. Yes. Remember when the Dent Act outlawed crime? Gotham had nine years where crime was illegal. Remember that? Anyway, uh, wait, wait, what? Oh, yeah, God. that happened. In uh, the Dark Knight Rises, the Dent Act that right, they're talking yeah. about from the end of the Dark Knight is oh, just outlawing God. crime. That's all it is. <laughs> He continues, Enforcers, I read all of Extreme Justice, and I am not confident that I could tell you what happened in that book. I find it incredibly ironic that the comic called Justice League Task Force was the best Justice League title at its time. Malcolm, that is a better. Can that you is explain <laughs> Justice League Task Force? Justice League Task Force is kind of like outlawing crime, but it's it's. I mean, it. Okay, if we're gonna put it in NCIS terms, yes, please. Uh, it's the only way <laughs> we know how to talk about comics. Justice League is like NCIS. Then uh, Justice League ex- or Extreme Justice, whatever, would be like the Scott Bakula one that's on right now. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Justice okay. League Task Force is like NCIS LA with LL Cool J and Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> where it's like actually like pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's good. Very yeah, true. Okay. I, that is the excellent. best way that I could compare that. That's, and that that's fucking really good. says something. Excellent. That, I use that makes, NCIS as a that, comparison point. That was, that was quite that was quite the stretch. And let me just say I, I got that. I got that reference. <laughs> I got all of that. I understood everything. I understood so, all of that. Mullet Overlord continues funk that Justice League Tax 
Task Force, functioning largely as a Martian Manhunter spotlight and written mainly by Mark Wade and Christopher Priest, Task Force is a surprising oasis in the pre-JLA creative desert. JLA is of course amazing, and GMO and Wade are two of my top three favorite writers for a reason, although I do wish they gave Aquaman more to do. DC 1 Million is a wonderful event that I'm glad I got to read as an omnibus. I love how even the issues not GMO didn't work on fully embraced how weird and different the 853rd century is. It's weird how their Flash is just 64th century jackass John Fox. Okay, that's love what... It. I love John Fox. He's the worst. I love John Fox. Love John Fox. The worst. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's what... Le- that's what... Too much writing. I'll let you know my thoughts on other series and future mailbags if that's all right. Please do. Yeah. Are there any I'm books in particular you'd want to hear my this. opinion on? I hope you gents have a great week. Seriously, check out Outsiders. Very curious to see what you think about that, especially it's, with it's, all the Jade love. That Judd Winnick Outsiders book is my favorite DC title of all time. It's fantastic. I think it's an absolutely stellar book. Uh, I am very excited to see what you think of certain character progressions. Yes. Uh, honestly, Roy Harper is definitely one of them, uh, especially from the era where you are right now in the 90s stuff. Uh, that character becomes very different and very interesting uh, and then is just going to hit a slope that's just going to be down, 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 baby. He's going to continue, um, continue to keep getting interesting after a story called Cry for Justice. Just more what about justice? Oh, what about justice? <laughs> remember, remember when Green Arrow walks into a room and says, we call ourselves the Justice League. Well, what about justice? What about justice? <laughs> Our next email comes from Tristan Maldonado. What's up, G-Man? What do uh, you do? Tristan writes, what's up, Geeksplained crew? Hope you guys are having a good week. Next week is a big week for me because I start college. Yay! Whoa! Yep, I start welcome college back. next week. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yep, I start college next week and I'm a little nervous about it. I know that it's way different from what high school was, but all I know is to pray that I have a great time in my classes and the rest will be history. The classes just, I have for Monday and Wednesday... It's just high school with cigarettes. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> the classes I have for Monday yeah. and Wednesday are college algebra and United States history, and on Tuesday and Thursday are federal government and composition. I also Ooh. don't have any classes on Friday, so Thursdays are my Fridays. That's yeah. a great schedule. Um, one piece of advice that I can give you. Make sure you go to your classes. College classes feel much more optional than in high school, but you are paying yeah, for yeah. these, so you have yeah. to go to them. Get your dollars amount. That uh, bit me in the ass more than once at college, so that is what I can give. Uh, I got a brand new computer for school, which is an Envy laptop, and it's really cool. Now I can start writing on start on writing stories for series I'll write in the future. There's a story that I'm going to start working on, a Flash story. I won't spoil which Flash I'll use, but it's been one that I've always wanted to write about. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of Flash, I'm looking forward to Flash Year One episode next week. That's all I have for today. So have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Tristan. Good luck. You are going to rock it in college. You're going to yes. rock that. Our final. Uh, be sure to uh, be sure to not do what I did in college, which is all work and no play. And I did become a very dull boy. Yeah, make sure you take some time for yourself for sure. Yes, yes. This Our... is your slut era. Literally. Our la- what? Our last email <laughs> comes from. All the way across the pond, Ken from Norway. Hey. Oh, Ken. Kenneth writes, hello, Flash fam. It's Kenneth from Norway again. I'm a little behind in the book club since I'm having a hard time getting through Heroes in Crisis. That's fair. 
As I mentioned in my previous email, I've been mostly a Marvel reader through the years. This means that I don't have a big emotional connection to Wally West yet, but I feel like if I did, this volume would feel like something of a betrayal. I'll catch up, though, and can't wait to hear you guys discussing it. It was a trip hearing you read my review in Norwegian. You made a heroic effort, and I appreciate the dedication. I did my best. It was awful, but I think Hell yeah, baby! Uh, He writes, I was a little bummed that Malcolm wasn't there when you read my previous email, but he more than made up for it by serenading me tenderly in the next episode. That made (laughs) my week. I do have a question that I hope you can answer. I have a deep hatred for dream and nightmare sequences in fiction. For that reason, I've just skipped over the entirety of Night Terrors. Am I making a mistake? (laughs) Is the event good enough that I should look past my resentment for the assumed theme? Thanks in advance. I, you are not missing anything. You're not. You're not missing anything at all. This is supposed to be a self-contained story. I have completely not read any of Night Terrors. Um, I, I did pick up the Zatanna book just because Zatanna needs, DC needs to know that Zatanna deserves a book. I understand that. Agreed. So I haven't been reading them, but I have been buying them because you have to put your money where your mouth is and put your mouth where your wallet is. I get that. Uh, I've read just a couple of Night Terror books, and it was super mostly not worth it. Yeah, uh, you're, you're not missing anything You're whatsoever. not missing shit, bro. That's uh, the thing with DC doing their two-month events is you're never really going to be missing anything. Yeah. It's wild and, that the best of those was Future State. Like, it's yeah, straight truly up. truly wild. That that and the, the funniest one. thing is we just got um, – previews for superman six and i'm like we're farther in than six issues we're not no we're not issues don't fucking count hey (sighs) hey hey, eric what's the next issue of titans to come out that's right september's issue number three what's the next (laughs) issue of green lantern to come out that's right september's issue three why do they keep fucking doing this where they're throwing in these events after they launch books because they don't matter Truly, they don't. And and I'm going to let you know, Kenneth, my wallet has never been happier. (laughs) I've been able to... to, The amount of money that I have been able to save this week or these last two months doesn't really mean anything because I'm paying for a wedding. But if you weren't paying for a wedding, it probably helped you out a lot. Because your book basically went on a short break. I've been able to put that money into other books that I've actually surprisingly really liked. All of the Fall of X stuff has been really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. One, uh, one question this for, week? like... Fucking wild! Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. One question for, like, Night Terrors. Is is Dr. Destiny involved in any way with this? Nope. Very, very, okay. very, 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 very minusculely. And uh, that yeah. is to say, nope. And that he is like mentioned. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 horrific. This is that a is this is a brand I new villain like called Insomnia. Nope, yeah. don't like that. Don't, yeah. don't so like Kenneth, that. you are not missing anything. Feel free to continue your regularly scheduled comic book buying in September. Yeah. Also, this this Get is just for, for me. War, folks. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> for this next the ps is just for me kenneth writes i'm a big aew fan and i went back and listened to your episode about do a powerbomb i absolutely love that comic book and i got emotional listening to it Uh, thank you i love that episode great book book. i'm heading over to england for aew all in this weekend and figured i would bring do a powerbomb to reread it on the way hell yeah great fucking plan you are going to the biggest wrestling event ever 
Yeah, I was say, that's, that's huge. Cool. It's yeah, at Wembley, and they yeah, have yes. broken every attendance record that you could think of. Yeah, I am rocks, jealous dude. as fuck, Kenneth. Seriously, give us we a report are... next week of how it is, please. Seriously, yeah. let us know how it is, because I am have incredibly fun, jealous. Um, Owen is also going. Owen likes comics. Fuck! Um, nice. yeah, I have never had FOMO for something that there is no earthly way I could have attended, but <laughs> I am getting it hardcore for this. This is going to be a yeah. special show. I can't That's wait. Sick. Uh, but yeah, awesome. let us know how it goes next week and. Let us know how you do a Powerbomb reread went through. I haven't reread it since we did the episode on it because I am very uh, nervous on rereads because sometimes I like to have the image of something that I read the first time and loved and I don't want things spoiled for me. Totally understand. Uh, okay. So he writes, with kind regards, Kenneth Skogen Holdorf, Kenneth from Norway. He also wrote it in Norwegian. So I'm going to attempt to write to read this. Yes. Here yes. we go. Med Venlig Hilsen. Lot simpler. Uh, very phonetic, which I like. Um, but yeah, again, thank you to Kenneth. Thank you to everyone who wrote in this week. Thank you to everyone who continues to write in. If you want to have your email read on the book club, just send your email to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Flash Fam Club in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. But that does it for this week. Next week, we're going back, back, back in time as we read The Flash Year One. This is the really dumb thing because you would think this is volume 11. This is volume 11. So obviously, Flash Year One would be volume 12, right? No. Volume 12 comes after this uh, because the year one, they want it to be just a standalone story. Yeah. Bums me the fuck out. So all you have to do is just look up however you're reading it. Flash year one. It's just, that's it. Uh, This is going to be the Flash issues 70 through 75. And the synopsis goes like this. Barry Allen feels helpless in his life in Central City. As a forensic scientist, he's always catching criminals after they've committed their crime. And all that changes one fateful night when Barry is struck by a bolt of lightning and doused in chemicals. When he wakes up from a coma, he realizes he can run at incredible speeds. Can Barry master these powers and be the hero his city needs, or will the powers burn through him? Very interesting. I have not Mm. read this since I read this the first time. This was what, 2018? Uh, shit. Yeah, 2018. Uh, yeah, no, it's got to be 2019. 2019. Yeah, it's got to be like It's been a long time since I read yeah. this, so I'm interested to revisit it. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. This is going to yeah. be an interesting November, one. November of 2019. Interesting. <laughs> Just months away from the world being what the world was. Mm. Yes. Uh, I am very curious to revisit this. I'm excited for us to check this out. Year one stories are always some of my favorites. Yeah. So I am really excited to see how this holds up, not just to the reread, but also to all of the other year one or zero year stories. We will see you for that next week. Very excited to check this out as we continue on the, uh, the home stretch. We're heading into it. Uh, we will see you right back here for that next week. Uh, same geek time, same geek channel. Be there or be square, not a circle. For now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I was and will be Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time.
Papa was a tricky stone. Wherever he made his hat wasn't just a real hat. It was actually a trick because it was the thinking cap, but it was not the thinking cap. And Where, when he tricked, when he tricked, <laughs> he never did it alone. Because there's, there's two tricksters. There's, there's, there's him. Oh, there's, there's oh, Axel oh, and, oh, and yeah, okay. Oh, and, I thought because he always had like an accomplice. No, because there's. Mm.
though I'm all I'm also toxic Joseph. as fuck. I like Joseph and Teen Tony. I I, I love Teen Tony. I think there's a place for Teen Tony. Teen oh Tony goodness. forever. Stupidest thing. Teen Tony forever. For I will defend oh, Teen Tony man. until I die. Uh, are you talking about the Iron Man adventures? Because that's what my jam was. Oh baby. shit! Not even that Teen Tony. That show was yeah. great. That Teen Tony was great. That Teen Tony was my Teen Tony. That was my Teen Tony. But that any version of Teen fun. Tony is great. You're I mean, it's all versions awesome. of Teen Tony. You are all versions Pepper. of Teen Tony are incredible. Team Pepper Potts was good too. I was you are toxic. Like, Why are all these characters young? <laughs> that <laughs> was like the, the really fun thing that they were like, wait a second, X Men Evolution worked. Let's make everyone teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> everyone teenagers, yeah. <laughs> Dude, 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 that 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 song, I I, I know nobody. Re- yeah, it was a really yeah. So that the Fantastic Four World's Greatest Heroes theme can run. Oh God, that that, that did come out after, out. didn't it? Because that came out after, came after, and after. that yeah. theme runs, that, baby. That theme, that theme what? did not fit that cartoon at all. But it was what do you so mean? good. The cartoon but rules. it was so good. <laughs> Wasn't that the? Uh, it well, just it like, felt like it should have been an Agents of Shield cartoon, basically. Because it's like the, the anime, it was like, it's like a spy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 The spy theme. The rules. Yeah, we need more depictions of the Fantastic Four as spies. Yeah. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, they kind of were like Shield. It was sick. That show was really cool. Yeah, that was fun. 